0: Love, talk Radio.
1: That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. Back in 1965... What's Illustrated said I was going to be the next star on a palm Yeah, what happened? wouldn't let you play on the pro tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. You got your black? Hell no! allergic alligator bit my
0: hand on. Oh my God! Yeah. McLovin? <laughs> McLovin? What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? Oh, they let you pick any name you want when you get down there. And you landed on McLovin. Yeah, I was between that and Muhammad. Why the fuck would it be between that and Muhammad? Why don't you pick a common name like a normal person? Muhammad is the most commonly used name on Earth. We had a fucking buck for one. Fogel, have you ever actually met anyone named Muhammad?
1: Have you actually ever met anyone named McLovin? Hey, man, got a big box of porn for you. You're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macromade yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and
0: you can tell who other gay people are.
1: You know how I know you're gay? How? Yeah. You like Coldplay.
0: And this is so I wonder if punting a frozen football would be considered an upgrade leader. Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. Macho Man Radio with me tonight, C-Mac.
1: Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. What's up? What's going on? And I would actually like to answer that question with yes.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> my, in moments, uh, Chris Cooley, former Minnesota Vikings punter, will join us to discuss his uh, release from the team yesterday. We talked about it last week that... Uh Chris was pretty pretty confident that he would not be coming back. I mean, there's even a uh mm-hmm. uh he, he posted I didn't see this on Twitter, but a while ago, probably within the last week or two, he posted a picture of the new the new Viking jersey with his name on it and said, I wonder if uh new jerseys are I'm paraphrasing new jerseys are uh pretty cool. Uh I wonder if I'll get a chance to wear it. So um mm, yeah. Yeah, so that's he,
1: weird. Yeah, having you hear a uh, former Minnesota Vikings puncher. That's weird to hear. Very strange.
0: Yeah, he's, he's been a friend. Of, he's been a friend of the show since since the the janky and the ace uh, yeah. years. Yep. Uh, so it was actually one of I'm trying to think. Now he he was definitely in in the top the top few when it comes to uh, um, um the guests yes. that we had we had.
1: Show. Yeah, absolutely
0: um yeah so so chris will join us here uh p- pretty soon and we will, uh we will definitely touch on a, a few uh few few definitely few few topics that um, um Good. stick out so um it's someone's birthday tomorrow oh
1: really yes uh, that's <laughs> what i've heard
0: so um do you have any I big plans f- for your birthday?
1: Um, not really. I guess uh, when you turn 27, it's not as cool as when you turn like 21, in which, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna go to bar and get a beer.
0: Now you're gonna um, you're gonna go out, maybe have some nice supper, then then come back and and watch Mad Men or something like that on on the DVR. <laughs>
1: Mad Men. I I,
0: I, I don't know. I I just that was the first... uh... Uh, Yeah, I'll
1: probably go out to eat and um, have a couple of BAs. Mm -hmm.
0: And,
1: um, you know, probably don't have anything too crazy planned, so it'll be an okay day.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I've
1: never watched Mad Men before, but I've heard
0: it's good. I've heard the same thing. I I think I... Like, with Netflix, you know, like, I've tried the first episode of that and the first episode of Breaking Bad, and... I, I I I've heard both are really good shows, but I just you know the first episode you know you you got to be hooked in there or it's gonna you know kind of yeah. tough to kind of tough to want to move on to uh, the second episode and so Very on. True. So, yeah, it'll. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'll, maybe I'll give it a chance when I'm bored, but who knows? Um, let's see here. Uh, I I, I enjoyed your your Facebook post last night that just said, I hate the Spurs. Um, there.
1: I Yes. Oh, God, they make me sick. I was, I was watching the game and I was like, well, there's probably like four minutes left. And I was like, well, Spurs are losing by 18. I'd really like to watch this and see them mm-hmm. lose. lose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then it goes in overtime, overtime again.
0: <laughs> I think Which,
1: like, oh, and then a piece of crap, Ginobili freaking made that three pointer. I was like, God damn it. I was pissed.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't particularly care for the uh, National Basketball Association, so. Um.
1: I, I like to watch it during. the It's really, really, really entertaining during the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I'll give it's it fun that. Fun to watch
1: now, and I've always hated the Spurs for yeah. lots of reasons, and they would always murder the Suns in the playoffs all pretty much all the time. So that would always make me upset.
0: Well, a lot of teams did that, so that's really not a and, uh, not a stretch for Ro- But Robert Orey can go to hell. For <laughs> I like <can>, that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Robert Robert Ori is one of the best. You know, he was a he was a rocket too, and I think he was a Laker. He he, he was yeah. he got around. He he, he got rings everywhere. Sorry, um, yeah. Maybe that maybe
1: that was when, when he was with the Lakers when um, when he pretty much destroyed Steve Nash and the. Into the Announce table or whatever you want to call that. What do they call that table?
0: The, oh, the score, the scores table.
1: Yeah, whatever. I can't remember. Yeah. That was upsetting.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's definitely, uh, whoop, definitely a, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, again, I, I don't have any vested interest, so I could really care less who wins, but Yeah. yeah. I mean, teams get away with that kind of stuff all the time. Mm. So, well, well um, let's see here. It's um, fun to
1: watch a, a hockey right now. The Wild—they're going to be playing about a an hour and fifteen minutes or so.
0: Yeah, playoffs, eight, eight game, game game four against the uh, the number one seed, Chicago Blackhawk. We'll Touch on that. I'm not an elite hockey mind by any means. I don't know. No. We 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 don't spend very much time on hockey, anyways, but um yeah the, the wild the uh, wild had a hell of a win on sunday i mean that i of course i you know i flip it on and watch the third period and and it's you know wild they're up 2 to 1 and you know times one and i just I, I i had that feeling that oh you know it's just a matter of time until to, until chicago scores and sure enough that yeah. Keith, that Keith yeah. just uh you know scored tied it up game went to overtime and then I, I had no confidence that the Wild were going to come out there and and, and win. I thought you know it was they were going to wind the clock down, you know, get it under ten minutes, and then and the Blackhawks would uh would score and then go up three games to none. But it's two one. Wild have a chance to even the series. Oh, I mean, what, what what could have been? What could have been was you know they had, they started out so strong in that first game of the series and
1: yeah,
0: um, yep. Yep. you know the,
1: thing is, the Blackhawks are just so deep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know we have like. One a really good line, and then I mean, the thing is with them, they have several really good lines, you know, right. lots of like marquee players and lots of really great players. So it's uh, we got a chance. It's going to be tough though against them, as for sure.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is anybody's. I mean, well, if, if it's even up tonight, I mean, we'll definitely see this go to go to game six. But I mean. I mean, yeah, yeah. wild. Have, I believe the wild have made the postseason three times in their history. Um, last time was 2008, where they got swept. I believe it was they got swept by the Avalanche. But uh, prior to that, 2002, 2003, oh, right. you know, they had a they had a pretty good run. Um, please, uh, please welcome back to the show former Minnesota Vikings punter Chris Cluey. How are you, Chris? I'm doing good. How's it going? Good. Uh, what, what do you feel good. when you hear that? When you, what do you feel when you hear that now? Former. Minnesota Vikings are preceding your name.
1: Uh, it kind of sucks because yeah. know I've, I've really enjoyed my time in in Minnesota and you know, wish I was still playing for the team. But unfortunately, we we all get cut eventually, and uh, you know, just gotta try and latch on with another team now.
0: Yeah, that's what um. I mean, when we've talked to you in the past, that's the, you know, that's that's been your perspective on things. You know, it's a business that it, it may eventually happen to everyone, and and um, your outlook. You know, you, you had a pretty you know. Uh, Good outlook on everything. Where you know it, it, it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. But um, I mean, well, when the team drafted uh, Jeff Locke out of UCLA, your alma mater, you know, what what was your initial reaction?
1: Well, you know, I figured that was probably it for me because teams generally don't draft a punter in the fifth round unless he's the guy they're going to go with. So <laughs> right. now it's uh, you know just got to got to work hard and, and try and latch on somewhere else. Right. Turning. Um, I was I was wondering, are you able to collect unemployment from the Minnesota Vikings, or how does that work? <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. Oh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have to ask my agent about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, I mean, at least
1: you until you can sign with another team, maybe you can get some <laughs> yeah, check yeah. from that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it won't be too long. Now, <laughs>
0: yeah, now, I, I don't now,
1: expect it to be at all. But
0: now, do you hopefully. now do you believe that you're? outspoken support of marriage equality and activism led to the Vikings drafting a punter and ultimately led to your release? Or or do you think it was all strictly performance-based?
1: I I don't know because, uh, you know, that's one of the things where I'm I'm not in those meetings. I don't know, you know, what the coaches and the managers are saying to each other. So the only thing I can control is going out and and punting to the best of my ability and, you know, just trusting what I've been able to do over the years.
0: Actually, speaking of that, of that same, uh, that same topic, um, it looks like it's going to go to the house floor, um, uh, the marriage equality bill here in minnesota um how stoked how stoked are you about that i mean th- I mean that' that's what we've been you know that's what you've been you know supporting for for so long w- during um the the vote no back in uh, back in November <coughs> you were so big on that um uh, how awesome is it that, it, that it's finally going to get to that point
1: no that's that's great i mean it, it's minnesota's making great strides forward and uh, you know that'd be that'd be a great send off for me if uh, you know if they passed the, the marriage equality bill
0: no kidding. Have any teams reached out to you at all?
1: Um, not as of yet. You know, I'm uh, still still waiting. You know, my my agents waiting to hear from some teams. So hopefully it'll be relatively soon because I know there's there's teams that need punters. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Excellent. Turn? Well,
1: possibly one of the good things about you being cut by the Vikings is that now you can come play for the. A really good team, in that would was
0: which
1: which which the Green Bay Packers, of course. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to touch that one.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just, I'm just saying, you look, you look good in a Packers uniform. I would Yeah, Matt's been pretty, pretty good though. I mean, he, he had a bit of a down year last year, but but overall, he's been pretty good for the Packers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt has played pretty well. Is there is there a particular team and area you'd like to go if if uh, if, if you're choosing?
1: Um. Whichever team will pay me. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much my criteria. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um let's just say this is it. You played your last NFL game. Are you satisfied with your career? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean I've, i I think I've had a great career. I you know, I've I've had eight years with the Vikings, you know, I, I set pretty much every team record for punting and uh you can't you can't really ask for much more than that. Charlie? Um, how do you feel um with um Recently, Jason Collins coming out um, as a, a first uh, gay player to come out in a major sports, American sports. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just happy for Jason because he's he's finally able to be who he is, and you know, he doesn't have to hide that anymore. And no one should have to hide that because it's uh, it's not healthy for you. You know, it's it's not it's not mm-hmm. something that, that people shouldn't live that way. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, there are people in society today who are judgmental to people like that but I think it's Mm -hmm. it was really great for him to get finally you know you know start getting some sleep at night which he Mm -hmm. apparently had trouble sleeping before because of you know he was living his life as a lie so I think it's really great for him and for you know you know everyone not just you know people who are gay but just for people in general to just you know come out and be yourself it's important to be yourself no matter you know or gay, straight, black, white or anything. So I think mm-hmm. that was good for him. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was fantastic to see.
0: Um do you have any plans if you don't end up on a roster come August, September?
1: Um, probably I, I have a book coming out, so probably just do like book signing stuff and then okay. uh you know, stay in shape in case uh you know, in case a team comes calling.
0: Yeah, nice. What uh what becomes of uh the band Tripping Icarus?
1: Well, we're we're actually playing a show tonight that um, you know, is kind of a little bit of a farewell show and you know, hopefully it won't be farewell for good. I, I mean, I right. really love to keep playing music with the guys and uh, you know, once once I get my schedule figured out, we can, we can work something out. So, we we're we're, we're going to do our best to keep the band together.
0: <laughs> nice. And I know you guys have played a lot in Minnesota. I mean, have you guys played elsewhere or are you guys strictly playing in Minnesota in, in the past?
1: Generally, Generally Minnesota just because during the season it's, it's really tough for me to travel anywhere. Um we we've, we've done a couple shows in Wisconsin during the off season, but yeah, we're we're primarily a Minnesota band.
0: Nice. John?
1: If you do if you don't find something in the punting field, I'm I'm guessing they would um they hire you for something down at ninety three X. Those guys like you a lot <laughs> down there, don't they? Yeah, I could be the new intern. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: I can imagine
1: they would probably may, might haze you a little bit too, but that's all right. Should be fun. Yeah, you gotta pay your
0: dues. I, <laughs> yeah. I do I'm not entirely sure if, if there's ever been a punter that's worked um, like you know on, e, on ESPN or Fox or any of those uh, on any of those networks. Would you be open to doing any kind of TV work ever? Maybe well, even even you know three four years down the road if your when your career is finished.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's I'm I'm not really. I wouldn't say, you know, super analytical when it comes to football. You know, I can, I can talk punting and kicking really well because that's what I know. But, you know, when it comes to, to offense well, it, and defense, you know, I, I just kind of watch the game.
0: I would think if Dennis Miller can do Monday Night Football for two seasons, I'm sure you can. Uh, <laughs> you <should. laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah,
1: and, and we saw how well that worked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Charlie?
1: Have you ever thought about um, life after football, like what you have uh, planned for the future after you're done playing football? No, it's just a complete unmentionable void. I have I have no thoughts at all. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll I'll find something to do. You know, whether it be writing, whether whether it be uh, running my game store in, in Southern California. You know, there's there's plenty of options open for me. Oh, for sure, yeah. What's uh, so, what,
0: what, what what, what's what comes along? What's the family think? Well, what a I mean, what uh are they? You know, happy that. Minnesota's in the past, or I'm sure it's a, definitely a bittersweet, because you, you live out in California uh, majority of the off-season, so you get to hopefully say goodbye to winters.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's uh, well, you know, it's definitely bittersweet, because my, my wife made friends out there, I've made friends out, out in Minnesota, and, uh, you know, just not, not being able to be there anymore is, is going to suck, and, you know, there's also the whole losing your job part, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> generally tough. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. Kidding. but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go on, and, and you know, just, just keep working at it.
0: Sure. Charlie, got anything else for Chris?
1: Um, I just want to say good luck to you in the future, and um, it would be nice to see you in a Green Bay Packers uniform. <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> <time.
0: laughs>
1: that. Thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate that.
0: And then yeah, my final my final question for Chris. Obviously, Chris, Charlie, and I are both hoping that you get to continue your NFL career this fall. But for some reason, if you're not on a roster and aren't busy, um, you you want to come to my wedding on September 28th? There will be free beer and free cake. So um. <laughs> that,
1: that that depends where the wedding's at and uh, how busy I am. <laughs> <laughs> right, it, 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 it's
0: in it, it's in Minneapolis. I'll send you a save the date.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send me a Twitter message. <laughs>
0: Excellent, uh, uh, Chris Chris Glue, We appreciate you know all the time you've taken for us you know we've had you on about 5 6 times on the show so we we'll really appreciate it and um definitely we want to stay in touch with you as your career continues so best of luck to you Chris well thank you guys i appreciate that yeah thanks you yeah, you're welcome good luck man all right thanks bye thanks yep. chris gluey former Minnesota Vikings punter yeah um i i knew that if if you if if you didn't get to it i had the question here um yeah uh, da, 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 da. if the packers dumped tim Mastay to marlon College, would you like to play in a place nicknamed the frozen tundra so um uh, my my only my only nice. my only my only debate about that not debate but he wouldn't wear number five because that would've that was uh Paul Horning's number himself.
1: So. Go, go And he can't go to his old one number four either, so we'd have to wear like six, but I I believe Graham Harrell was six. I don't know.
0: Well We'll have to we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see him staying out on the market for very long. No, I, no, he'll find a job somewhere.
0: No, because I mean, I mean even even if he you know I mean if he's not picked up by anyone in the next couple of weeks, even the next couple of months, when when training camp starts and preseason games start, um, then, you know. People are going to be able to evaluate, um, yeah, yep. ev- evaluate what they have, and and I mean, Chris, Chris might be better suited for you know because he's typically you know struggled like in uh, outdoors when it's cold. So I mean, he he may be suited for uh, a warmer climate. You know, I'm sure he'd like that, especially if a California team comes calling. Um, or even an indoor team. I mean there's very few dome teams left in the NFL. I mean the Vikings are in their last year in, in a dome and well, well presumably go back to a indoor stadium as well. But then you know you've got a few other teams who who knows if they need punters but um it's yeah. it's a it's a pretty it, it's a pretty sticky a, job.
1: He's a professional. He could get used to, you know, playing outdoors, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm sure he could and, and yeah, he, he's a, he's a smart guy. I mean, he's, I mean, he's definitely got options right now. I mean, whether, whether it's his, whether it's his band, like he said, he's a uh, book's coming out here. Which I, I definitely picked that up. That's going to be, I'm sure it'll be a very fascinating read. Um, yep. And then, you know, he, he's got other options too, but, but I mean, like I brought up to him too, going into TV, I, I wonder, I wonder, you know, cause you know that there are networks that like those kind of, I mean, I could, I could see ESPN picking up, picking him up. I mean, he's a very, uh, He's a very eloquent, uh, eloquent speaker when it comes to a lot of things. I mean, even today, which I, yeah. I wanted I wanted to get to right now, um, if I find it here. Um, right, let's, let's see here. I gotta find out The Onion actually came out with an article today, um that, that kind of uh um, made light of the of his situation being released and
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, here's what it said, and and, and it, it said the, the title of the article is called "Chris Cooley Pens Impassioned Editorial on Challenging Faces Cut Facing Cut." Um, um, so basically, this this came from they 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 made up what he would say. <laughs> so it said, following his release from the Minnesota Vikings earlier this week, punter Chris Cooley re- re- report- reportedly responded Tuesday to by composing a fiery editorial in which he laid out numerous challenges facing cut NFL punters. Speaking as a punter who had recently been released by the Vikings, I can tell you that the discrimination against our kind is alive and well. In this Vicka lead, we need it, we need to put a stop to it right at fucking now. An article written by <laughs> Clue Red in part, noting that uh, such rejected special teams personnel r- routinely face discrimination from football organizations that won't allow them into their locker room, don't invite them to practices, and refuse to sign them to contract contract extensions. Why should a cut punter be treated any differently from than those who are actually employed by a football team? Just because these athletes have been told their services are no longer needed doesn't mean them make them any less valuable to a squad as a starting quarterback. They and I deserve a shot at greatness. At press time, members of the Vikings roster confirmed they felt terrible about never meeting Chris Cooley before he was cut. So Chris, Chris responded by saying on, on a series of Twitter, Twitter uh, uh, posts, warning the following is satire. If you don't understand the Internet, leave now. A day after being cut by the Minnesota Vikings, former punter Chris Cooley penned an impassioned online screed, chastising the entire state of Minnesota for not caring a single whit about his historic outburst and basically anything he felt would make him somewhat relevant in the modern news cycle. How dare you, snot-felching turkey shits, ignore my desperate cries for attention, Cooley wrote, while smashing together multiple run-on sentences about the plight of the not-all-endangered American prairie dog. I swear to Raptor Jesus that my. If my name isn't somewhere in the media or on the front page of Reddit in three fucking seconds, I'm going to light your mother's nipple hairs on fire with her own explosive flatulence. Cluey then went on to <laughs> then went another four-page rant about the dangers of poorly maintained water heaters such as ludicrous phrases like Satan's vomiting crotch sphincter and, ter- oh and, <laughs> and turgid camel cocks inter- inter- <laughs> interspersed with punting stats that not one single person gives a solitary fuck about and frankly wishes they didn't exist. Asked for a comment, multiple people who claimed they knew Chris Clue said, "Isn't he the whiny dude with the stupid hair?" And what the fuck is a punter? Clue's <laughs> mother reached out to the Onion and told him her son had died of uh, dysentery 25 years ago. And whoever claiming to be him now is undoubtedly some turd gobbing fame whore. Satire over. You may now return to your daily internet. So. Um, wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he'll land on his feet. No question about that. Um, we talked about at least Minnesota and believe we're not a political show. So please do not tweet or I'm not in the mood to discuss any kind of, you know, equality, but apparently Vince Lombardi was accepted, uh, accepted gay players on a team, uh, pro football. I saw that. How the the hell do they know? Um, well, uh, I've got the article from pro football talk right here in front of me. It says, um, On An ongoing debate on how how a gay NFL player would be treated in the locker room has largely focused on the idea that times are changing and that acceptance of a gay player would be a modern development. It's often overlooked the ultimate example of the old school football coach was perfectly fine with having gay players on his team. Multiple players who played for Lombardi, the legendary Packers and Redskins coach, say he knew some of his players were gay and not only did he not have a problem with it, but he went out of his way to make sure no one else on his team would make a problem. In '69, Lombardi's Redskins included a running back named Ray McDonald, who in 1916 had been arrested for having sex with another man in public. In the, in the Lombardi biography, When Pride Still Mattered, author David Moranis writes that Lombardi told his assistants he wanted them to work with McDonald to help make him the team. And if I hear one of you people make reference to his manhood, you'll be out of here before your ass hits the ground. Lombardi's daughter, oh. Susan, told Ian O'Connor of ESPN New York that her father would have been thrilled at a player like Jason Collins on... The NBA Center publicly revealed he was gay. My father is way ahead of his time, Susan Lombardi said. He was discriminated as a dark-skinned Italian-American when he was younger, when he felt he was passed up for coaching jobs that he deserved. He felt that the pain of discrimination, so he raised his family to accept everybody, no matter what color they were or whatever their sexual orientation was. I think it was great what Jason's Collins did because it's going over the doors for a lot of people. Without a doubt, my father would have embraced him and would have been very proud for him to come out. Um... Another uh, Dave capay a former oh. first a former NFL player, came out along. Also played with the '69 Redskins. He says that while he never told Lombardi, he believes Lombardi not only knew that Cope was gay, but Copay and other Redskins player Jerry Smith were in a romantic relationship. Lombardi protected and loved Jerry. He told O'Connor, Lombardi's brother Harold was gay, and when Harold died in July of 2011, he was survived by his partner of for 41 years, meaning the relationship began just before oh. Vince just before Vince died in September of 1970. Also noted by far of Yahoo Sports, Vince knew Harold was gay and didn't believe he didn't believe in tolerance, but believed strongly discrimination against gay people was wrong. And when he was angered, he saw the mistreatment of his black players discrimination against his fellow Italian Americans. Um,
1: I'd never it, heard of any of that stuff before. That's why I was like, "How the hell did they know that?" I'd never heard any of this before.
0: So I mean, that, that, that I mean that that, that definitely adds to the the legend of Lombardi. I mean, he was you know he's. Forty-two years ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, n- no question. It's uh, definitely a uh, um, a very nice, you know, a, a nice thing to hear about. I mean, because you don't hear about things like you know positivity like that from from the no. the, the no. older the older generation of football players who who um well, you know, I'm going to cut my thumb off before I you know get taken out or, or, <laughs> or you know yeah yeah. I, I, I find that very refreshing um yeah, cool. about, about about halfway through the show um I know like we talked about Minnesota while they're on um about an hour from now they they uh drop the puck this um, is what they say um but yes it is i just saw um where is it here um We'll get we'll we'll make some uh we'll start talking Green Bay Packers for a little bit because we haven't done a whole lot of uh a whole I like lot of Green
1: Bay Packers. They're fun.
0: Um it's announced that uh the Packers are gonna be shuffling their offensive line, moving Brian Bulaga and Josh Sitton to the left side. Um T J Lang will uh move over to the right uh the right guard position. And um now that'll leave uh, leave it open to figure out the rest of the line. I mean, uh, they definitely, um, yeah, they definitely need to get the right guys in the right position to protect Aaron Rodgers. Because if they have some, if they have some uh, some scabs protecting him, he's definitely done for. You know, he can't be the I most know. sacked. He can't be the highest paid quarterback and the most sacked quarterback in the league. That's just Absolutely not. not. That's just not going to happen.
1: I said it before. They can't waste waste his talent and waste these years by not getting them some giant fucking freaks who could mm-hmm. who could pass block and, you know, throw people to the ground when they're running at them. It's absurd.
0: I know I know you and I both have very busy, busy schedules this summer, but um we have been invited to attend a business meeting on Wednesday, July twenty fourth at a Extremely Field. important business meeting. A very important business meeting as the shareholders get together. Um, mm-hmm. the, pack, the Packers have three hundred and sixty-three thousand nine hundred and forty-eight, two of which are us, uh, who combined to, <laughs> who combined to own over five million shares of the club. Um, they will send out uh, invites uh, in June. Announced today. Yeah.
1: Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say, did you see that that picture I put on the on a ticket contest?
0: I, I did see that. I did see that.
1: No, I, I didn't. I didn't get in the finals. I guess I don't oh, know if, if I don't know if people were supposed to vote for it or what, or they just selected one. And but I guess there's like five or six you can choose from, you can vote for. So I don't know. Somebody just picked those five, and now that these you vote for these or what? But I
0: would. I would think that they may. They they may have passed you up because you attended the shareholders meeting, and they, and they may have wanted like game stuff to go on. As creative of a picture as it was,
1: well, there was there was like there was people like in their basement with Packer shit on and like huh? stuff too. Huh. I thought, I thought mine was cooler than the other ones who were out there for to be winners. Bastards.
0: I I, I did I did enjoy that uh, announced today. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> announced today. Um. The Packers are bringing back their uh, throwback uniforms, and that makes Aaron Rodgers very, very excited. Um, Good. They 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 took a they took a break. They they were off last year, but he says the thing I'm most excited about is the throwback uniforms. Rodgers told uh, Jason Wildy of ESPN Wisconsin. I was a little skeptical when when I we saw them, but before on paper this year, I love the look and I love the pants. The, the pants are the most comfortable pants I've ever worn. Um, you can ask Donald. You can ask Donald Driver. That's going to do with that touchdown against San Francisco in yeah. 2010 with that 61-yard yep. catch and run. Um, That's exactly
1: what it reminded me of you.
0: Do you like those uh, throwbacks?
1: Uh, I do. Um, I guess Aaron likes Aaron likes the pants for the feel. I think the pants are hideous. <laughs> and well, they're brown. They're just stupid and ugly and boring. And the helmet is just brown, which is, I guess, it's kind of simple. Yeah, I think the jerseys are awesome. I, I do love too. The
0: I do too, and I I I think that I think what 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 drives people off the most about them are the helmet and the pants. Yeah, like yeah. you said, the the it pants. It be are a lot un-
1: worse. It, it could be like those those rotten bumblebee costumes that the P- Pittsburgh Steelers wear every now oh. and then, or the, or it was with the. Denver Broncos uniforms with those Broncos. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The Broncos, yeah, the the Broncos had pretty bad ones too. Yeah, um, so
1: I guess it could be worse, but not, I, I guess I don't, I don't know. The the jerseys make up for the pants and the helmets. I think. I
0: I think that I, I think that when it comes to throwback football uniforms, very few are successful in my opinion. It's just, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, 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 like baseball, baseball and hockey. Are are pretty uh, are pretty simple when it comes to throwback uniforms. Because in my opinion, a lot of baseball throwbacks are much better than the current uniforms that a lot of them have. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, like 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 take the twins the twins uniforms for example. The I, I don't mind their 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 uniforms that they've been with you know the last twenty years or so, but the last couple of years, like on Saturdays, they wear those like sixty five throwbacks on uh, mm-hmm. at Target Field. Love those! I absolutely yeah, love those. those sweet, yeah. yep. But like, like the NBA, the NBA to a, to a point, they have some good throwbacks. Like,
1: yeah.
0: like, I mean, I I don't know how far back we want to go with them, but like, I'm a big fan of seeing the old like Toronto Raptors uh, jerseys from oh, the, they, 90s, the Vancouver. Yeah, they had that
1: like, giant yeah. Raptor on the front.
0: Well, even the Vancouver, the, the Vancouver Grizzly ones, with, where, they have that, where they have that bear and the claw coming yeah. out at you, and yeah, that was those are pretty good. But um, I also a
1: fan of the Minneapolis Lakers. Um, yeah. Too. Yeah. Cool. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 my all-time favorite uniforms are have got to be. I mean, it's really just a variation because I, I, I just love their colors because it's green and yellow. But I love the the Seattle Sonics uniforms. They, they mm. the, the, the uniforms. Yeah, those are cool. In the early nineties, oh, cool. and then the the move to the midnight, mid to late and yeah, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, oh. Death oh.
1: My goodness. <laughs>
0: um. Uh. One thing I wanted to oh um and then finally I'm gonna find it here. Um. Um. To, uh, I know you you haven't been a big or you've been a big watcher of The Office, but Thursday oh. night. Um. Aaron Rodgers will make a cameo on the office. Uh, he will be playing a judge in an a cappella singing contest which uh, which will um which uh he'll be judging Andy Bernard played by Ed Helms who is pursuing a career in in reality television. Um oh my. as, as I was winding up. So I'm excited to see not only I'm I'm excited to see not only Aaron in the episode but if he has any, if he has any lines, because this could lead to bigger and better things. Like I think he'd be he bad, most, better than. that.
1: I'm guessing if you bring in Aaron Rodgers to your episode, you're going to give him at least a few lines. At least that's
0: it, what I would think. They, you know, I look, I look back at the movie Dodgeball. They brought in Chuck Norris, and he, I don't think he had any lines. I think he just put his thumb up or thumb, no, no. He said he did have a line. He's like, "No, thank you, Peter," or something like that. But, anyways, yeah. I. I
1: I, at least one line,
0: one or two lines. I think if Aaron kills it, we could see him on SNL. Hopefully next season. I think. Uh, I think. It, I, I hope. I really hope the season finale of SNL is not this coming Saturday because it has Kristen Wiig guest hosting, the former cast member who I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't like her either. It's pretty much going to be a throwaway episode for me. So. Um, yeah. You and I are big fans of the delicious Canadian delicacy known as poutine. Oh, yeah. Um, well, according to the Huffington Post, we're familiar with Jones Soda, correct? Yep. Good stuff. Jones Soda Oh, my. Jones Soda has come out with poutine flavored uh, oh, pop. And I just was delivered a Buffalo chicken. <laughs> chicken pizza by my lovely future wife and this is going to be delicious.
1: Oh, so it does one bottle consist of like 2,500 calories or what? One bottle of this poutine Jones soda?
0: I don't have the the calorie contents in front of me. Uh, it
1: does. We'll just say it's 2,500 per bottle.
0: This is fantastic. I don't know the brand of the pizza but it's fantastic.
1: Is it a frozen pizza?
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Delicious. Oh, my. Got it all over my oh face. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where else to go from here. Um,
1: did you see, you know, how, did you hear the news about those girls who were... Um kidnapped for like 10 years? I did. Did you hear the video of the guy who called the police?
0: No. No, I didn't.
1: Oh my God. You have to look it up. It's hilarious. He's like, like, you know, the cop or whatever person when you call 911 says hello. He's like, like, bro, I just came, I just came back from McDonald's and these girls are here and they've been kidnapped for 10 years. Bro, you gotta get somebody down here. I am at so-and-so. Blah 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 blah. blah. They're like, he's like, uh, whoa, sir, do they need an ambulance? Are they hurt? He's like, hey, do you need an ambulance? you need An ambulance? Bro, you gotta send a, You gotta send everybody here, man. They're they're really messed up. They've been just been kidnapped for ten years. They just found them right now. It's hilarious. Well, actually, I it.
0: I've, I've uh, uh I'll watch it. We're done here, but I I <laughs> I, uh, I found it here on Huffington Post. Um,
1: oh, um, it's it's sounds funny. Yeah. I mean obviously not the situation that was happening yeah. it was funny, but just the Def- guy.
0: <laughs> definitely some definitely some sick freaks out there.
1: Yeah. Um, that's true. That is very true.
0: I have not a lot I have not a whole lot planned for this, so the rest of the show tonight. So um well I have a couple interesting news and nuggets, um, We'll, we'll we'll wrap this puppy up soon. Um, not not a whole lot actually happened in the world of sports in, in the last week, and well, I know huh? I had something that I
1: that I had prepared prepared for for tonight.
0: Oh, well, and go I ahead.
1: Actually took some great, great story, notes. compelling
0: and rich. Go ahead and tell us your story while I eat my pizza.
1: Um, well, uh, you said we might quite quite possibly talk about Mr. Tim Tebow.
0: Oh, oh, God. That's right. <laughs> um, well.
1: What do you think his future entails in football, NFL, football, um, WWE, life? What do you think?
0: Hold on. This is fantastic. i got to get you the name of this. Speech. It's fantastic. Okay. <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, let's take a look at the uh, let's take a look at this list of most influential athletes as listed by Forbes Magazine. Yeah, that's
1: that's that that's right. That's why we're going to talk about him because yeah. Go ahead.
0: Tim, Tim Tebow is in top at number one. He, yeah, he's number one. Number two, Michael Phelps. Number three, Usain Bolt. Number four is Derek Jeter. Number 5 is Peyton Manning. Number 6 is Drew Brees. Number 7 is Gabby Douglas, gymnastics. Number 7 is Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Number 8 is LeBron James and number 9 is when, David
1: Beckham. When was this taken like um,
0: for poll? I don't I don't I don't I don't know when it was taken, but but it's a 2013 most Influential Athlete, so What what I,
1: makes an an athlete influential?
0: I don't know. Maybe the being a, you know, all-around good guy or something like that.
1: <sighs> um,
0: but answer your, as answer to answer your question...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm
0: still chewing. Um, I don't think he ends up with an NFL team. I really don't.
1: I don't think so either.
0: I don't, but, yeah, go ahead.
1: I don't think so either. I mean... You never had the skill set to begin with. But what should have happened is the Broncos are like, "Hey, Tim, obviously we're going to get Peyton Manning, and obviously you are not going to be—he is not going to be backing you up. You're, you are going to back him up. So we'll groom you for the next probably two or three years, and then Peyton will retire, and then we'll see what you can do then." Mm-hmm. That's what should have happened, but I'm. I think that they just knew that Tim Tebow sucks, mm-hmm. and that's really the bottom line in this situation. He's a. Don't get me wrong. He's a good guy. He's a really great guy, and he's religious, and he's he's cute. Always does the same. Always does the right thing, and he's really nice. But nice can only get you so far, pal. You're just not good at quarterback. Sorry. You're just not good. Like I said, he's a great athlete. And he was a Can't winner do it. in college. He was a winner in college. And that's what people say. Well, he's a winner. That's why he does not win. In college, he won all the time. You know who else won in college? Jason White. He He could not even get on a... Now, can you tell me what he is doing now? I can't tell he you. Can't anything. do it. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if he's on someone's roster.
0: Brady Quinn? With the
1: and... Seahawks. Is he with the Seahawks? I don't
0: know. It's either them or the Chiefs. I have no idea.
1: Colt McCoy. He he had like every single record there there was in at Texas, and he broke a lot of. I'm pretty sure NCAA records there too, for so like most touchdowns and most yards or some crap, but. Point is a lot of there's a lot of winners in college that just doesn't translate to the NFL. And that season, he played, just into the playoffs, and they won that playoff game. And people are saying, well, he just he just wins. That's all he does is win. Well, you know his his play during those games were was pitiful as a quarterback. And you could only get lucky and only. Weed by so many times before your beautiful carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin.
0: <laughs>
1: it would have happened sooner or later. Like, oh wow, Tebow, you know, was uh, two for forty-six and with uh, four yards passing, but he still won the game. Well, I don't care. Well, it's not going to. It's not going to happen for very long. Like I said, you're gonna. He's. Your carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin. Pumpkin eventually. Um, I mean, he was he was good in college because those are kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was a, he was always running all all the time. Run first, and he would when he had to throw. He made throws that you or I could throw, not very hard. No. And those are kids. This is a man's game. When he's when he's gonna be running, you know, wanna run first, he's gonna get hit by these six foot six, three hundred pound defensive lineman. Right. It's it's just, you know, night and day from college to um to pros. You know, th- these aren't like kids anymore like in college. Right. You can just run past or run over. These are fucking full grown men. And um I just I just don't see him having I don't see him having too much future in the NFL, maybe as as a backup somewhere. I don't even know about this year. I mean, people say, oh, we'll switch him to tight end or running back. No. Why would you want to take, like, for instance, why would you want to take Tim Tebow and sign him and then convert him to a tight end when you could just just easily – they'll get someone like, let's say, Tom Crabtree. You know, let's say let's say the Buccaneers are like, hey, we need a tight end. Let's get Tim Tebow and turn him to a tight end. No, people aren't going to do that. They're going to take a somebody who's played the position for years, and that's what they do. It's just silly to think about. And, like, especially, it doesn't really happen. Things don't happen like that. People... Like the, they can they convert from quarterback to to wide receiver or quarterback maybe to running back, you know, like what they're doing with Denard Robinson. Mm-hmm. What they're going to do with that? Denard Robinson, he was quarterback in college, but now he's going to be a wide receiver or running back. You know, I think it's he still wants to be a quarterback, and I just don't think, you know, you keep in switch. Positions. First of all, I don't think he would, he would want to. Right. And I don't think he'd be able to. I mean, he's, there's a lot of great athletes out there. That doesn't mean that they, you know, just because he's a good athlete, he's going to be a good tight end or a good running back. And teams aren't going to want to take those risks because why would you? That's like I just, like I said, they're going to want to take someone who's actually played played the position rather than. A, a science ex- experiment that could work out possibly, but probably won't. You know, right. there's a movie called Rudy. Have you, are you familiar with Rudy? Have you seen Rudy?
0: I sure have.
1: It's, it's a good movie. He has that lo- like, kid has lots of heart, but you know he was he didn't ever start because he just he was too small and, wasn't very good. I mean Tim Tebow has a lot of heart but he just he just not really good at quarterback. Just I mean not that hard to figure out. I mean I I said it before and people were like oh, blah 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 no way he's he's gonna be good. Oh what now? It's with no one. He didn't even play last year barely. <laughs> and he um, I mean not Tebow's fault, but it was it was unfair for Sanchez to even sign Tim Tebow because that pretty much ruined his career. I mean, not that he was doing that great, but just the Tim Tebow phase, or you know, just whatever you that, want to call it. That having is, that
0: name there, having that name there, that, that yeah. what if that what if scenario,
1: yeah. the Nick mother, he is just signing him was pretty much the end for Mark Sanchez because he, he could never you know, he, he was the name Tebow was always in the back of his mind or you know, he right. could never just like relax and play his game like he had in the past. And I'm not like I'm I'm not saying that, you know, Mark Sanchez would've have, would have been the best quarterback in the league had Tebow not been there, but he wasn't given a fair shot to begin with. He just signing Tim Tebow. You know, people are going to go crazy, which they did in New York. You know, Mark Sanchez would throw an in incomplete pass and people would chant Tebow, Tebow, and put in Tebow. Well, they didn't. And there's a reason why they put Greg McElroy as a starter over Tim Tebow. Obviously, he wasn't good enough. Right. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, Tim Tebow sucks. Just in case you didn't notice from what I just said for about I don't know how long I was talking for. <laughs> well,
0: you, you you talked long enough so I could eat my entire frozen pizza. So thank you. Oh well, that's great. Thank you very much for that. Um, well, I got you. I'll give you a Great story,
1: compelling and rich.
0: And one of these.
1: This is the hey. end. It's the end of the world as we know
0: it. What? Oh, a our, time that, that rumor that, about the WWE and Tim Tebow. We had enough Tim but, Tebow talk. We 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 yeah, we went, we went over our, we went over our thirty second allowance last week, and we oh, we you, you talked for about twelve minutes about Tim Tebow. So congratulations,
1: okay, yeah. We congratulations. Don't have to talk about him ever again.
0: Congratulations, your new nickname is ESPN. Your new nickname is ESPN. <laughs> Can, can, can. It would have been the whole hour <laughs> if I was at the end. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, Dateline is Sparks, Oklahoma. Remember Sparks? Ooh, Sparks, delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone <laughs> someone's, someone's set Ralph Paul Nicky a threatening dildo, and now he wants to get his hands on the culprit. The 8-inch dildo has the phrases Ralph is a dick and tractor supply don't come back, written in black. A Sparks oh, wow. president... Believes he the unwanted gift was sent after an incident in the Octo- in October at the tractor supply company near Shawnee. They botched an order in October. He said, "I ordered a 250 foot spool of bungee cord and didn't get it for weeks, even though they had it in stock." He claims he had words with the assistant managers and one of them told him, yelled at him, "Get out and don't come back." Paul Nicky said he received a package on February 15th without a return address that contained the threatening dildo. My my wife was shocked. He admitted she wondered what's going on. Worse, she feared what was going to happen next. I'm, I'm guessing a two-headed dildo was next. Uh, Paul Nicky had been trying to figure out who sent him the offending sex toy. He's been unable to get fingerprints from the dildo. It had touched too many hands. <laughs> oh, oh, it did, did it? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Paul Nicky DNA on that dildo. I was going to say, I wonder how many hands the dildo actually did touch. Uh, but <laughs> He believes, however, the culprit was the one who yelled, get out. Riverside had a very unusual writing style, writing their O's as diamonds, he said. He's really analyzed still though. At first, he said he wanted an apology from the company. The nationwide chain with nearly 1,200 locations. Now he wants the culprit to be fired. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fired! Yeah! Fire! <laughs> which, which, which is putting him at odds with his wife. It's not only against a lot of sense. It's not against the law to send a to send a sex toy in to the mail, but Paul Nicky is considered as a possible civil suit for emotional damages. Oh boy! Jeez. Um, oh, I just uh, come on. You know, yeah, let's
1: get real here.
0: It's definitely a can well. You,
1: can you just can you just send back the dildo and ask for the thing you you purchased like a normal person?
0: I think he's I think he's upset at the principal. He doesn't want a sex toy to come in and. Scare his wife to think that now you know uh, perhaps an even bigger dildo is coming in the mail or maybe it or, was a horrible accident maybe 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 it meant to go somewhere else and it and it uh you know maybe maybe he ordered you know maybe he meant to order like uh, a drill and ended up getting a dildo <laughs> instead you know it's it's an easy mistake I I I, I bet it's happened before and it will I'm, happen again.
1: I'm guessing that he tried to order it secretly, and his wife saw it, so he made up this whole big story. That's my guess. That's
0: a very, very, very good point. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I should have used very good point and dildo in the same sentence, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, terrible punt. Uh, big thanks, Chris Kluwe, former Minnesota Vikings punter. Um, we'll keep track. We'll keep Kluwe watch. We'll be, we will be... What ESPN and Tim Tebow are, we'll be with that. Uh, we'll be with, with that to Chris Kluwe. We'll have Kluwe yeah, watch.
1: Yeah, i on them all, all the time.
0: Coming next week. That's what she said. Um, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, uh, for C Man, we'll be back next week, uh, Wednesday night. A little housekeeping uh, because you're taking a time machine. Go, you're taking a uh, time machine to go back in time to 2000 to do a Lip Fisket concert. I'm excited yep. to hear about that. I'm excited to hear That's about. It's gonna be fun. Not only are you turning. <laughs> Not only are you turning 27 tomorrow, you're turning 14 next week. So I can't wait to figure <laughs> out about that story. Uh, c Max is joining us. We'll fun. catch you next week. Have a great night. Have a great birthday. Thank you. Good night, everybody.